0: Hi, and welcome back to TechBytes. I'm your host, Todd, and today we're talking about generative artificial intelligence and specifically how it may affect political advertising. A couple of weeks ago, I hosted a presentation on the impacts of generative AI, and most of the questions and comments at the end were on the subject of how we, as consumers of media, can know when something has been generated by artificial intelligence. A few weeks ago, we did an episode on using the SIFT, SIFT method for sharpening media literacy. This week, I wanted to reference an article from November of last year, 2023, from the Brennan Center of Justice that takes a closer look at how we might expect to see generative AI in political advertising this election year and beyond. Okay, we're back. And as I mentioned before the break, we're talking about generative AI in political advertising. The article, written by Christina LaChapelle and Catherine Tucker for the Brennan Center for Justice, states that generative AI is, quote, poised to redefine modern campaigning, end quote. While no one knows exactly how campaigning will be redefined in the future, the authors give us some possible scenarios in the article. One of the ways in which artificial intelligence will help campaigns, according to the article, is in targeted marketing. Generative AI is able to generate content for specific audiences at scale. If a campaign wants advertising copy for 10 different mailers, all written for a specific age demographic, tools like ChatGPT are already able to produce this content with next to no human skill or effort needed. Another advantage noted by LaChapelle and Tucker is the ability for less-funded campaigns to do more with resources. Campaigns that cannot afford to hire as many humans for the groundwork required to run a successful campaign will be able to rely on AI-generated content for some of those tasks, which would have been previously done by a paid staffer or volunteer, giving a campaign the ability to compete with larger, more well-funded campaigns. But where there is a yin, there's yang, Where there's light, there's dark, and of course, these tools will likely have negative effects on campaign advertising as well. Some of the potential negative outcomes in political advertising that are highlighted in the article are deepfakes. These are images and videos that look real but are not, misinformation, biased information, AI's ignorance of certain topics, and generic language that is not captivating to voters and thus ineffective. All of these potential outcomes have varying degrees of potential negative impacts. While deepfakes and misinformation may be more harmful in the near term than generic language, I can also imagine a situation where that less-funded campaign relies too heavily on AI-generated content, that content is too generic to sway voters, and the campaign is unsuccessful. LaChapelle and Tucker note that One way to combat deepfakes is to pass legislation mandating that AI-generated content that is used in political advertising be clearly identified as such. But until that happens, we need to have our media literacy sensors turned up to 11. TechBytes is recorded in Studio A on the lower level of the Niles Main District Library where Niles' main cardholders have access to the recording equipment and software that were used to produce this episode. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions about artificial intelligence, media literacy, or any other technology question, you can find us on the lower level at the library's technology desk. You can also email us at services at nileslibrary.org. The title of the article referenced on Brennan Center. is Generative AI in Political Advertising, written by Christina LaChapelle and Catherine Tucker. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and want to have easy access every time a new episode is released, please consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify.